ഭാഗവത വാഹിനി ചാപ്റ്റർ നയൻറ്റീൻ പാണ്ഡവാസ് എൻ എക്സാമ്പിൾ ഫോർ കലി ഏജ് പരീക്ഷിത് പ്രേറ്റ് വിത്ത് ടിയർഫുൾ ആയിസ് ആൻഡ് വിത്ത് സച്ച് ഹ്യൂമിലിറ്റി ദറ്റ് വ്യാസ സെറ്റ് ഓസൺ ദ പാണ്ഡവാസ് ആർ സ്റ്റോഞ്ച് എഥിയറൻസ് ഓഫ് ദി മോറൽ ലോ ദേ നെവർ ഡിവിയേറ്റഡ് ഫ്രം ദ ഗിവൻ വേർഡ് ദ അബ്സർവ് ദ റൂൾ that the defeated party had no right to challenge the victors your grandfather and his younger brothers recognized the moral superiority of dharmaraja their elder brother and suppressed themselves or else they would have felled the foul kauravas to wallow in their own blood and cause their corpses to be mangled by dogs and vultures in spite of this however your granduncle bhima was training to fall upon those vicious men like a lion chained to a tree he was laughing cynically at the weak attachment that dharmaraja had towards dharma but what could he do he was rendered helpless by the will of his eldest brother so he had to behave like an ineffective person when vyasa said thus parikshit asked the reason why the grandfathers were so enslaved Vyasa smiled and replied Son I shall tell you that also Your granduncle Dharmaraja celebrated an unprecedented grandeur the Rajasuya Yajna in the assembly hall that Maya built for him The Kauravas were invited for the Yajna and as I said they were struck with amazement at the magnificence and the wonder they were also filled with envy and a spirit of vengeance as if they were insulted by the affluence and the power of the pandavas they held council with wicked elements and sought some means by which they could undermine their fortune at last they struck on a plan that was the gambling contest through the royal game of dice they behaved as if they were filled with filial love and as if they were motivated by the utmost affection their words were poison drops of honey stabs steeped in butter they persuaded their blind old father to send dharmaraja a communication which ran thus son you are all brothers come and be together in one place and make merry over a game of dice on receipt of this invitation your granduncle who had no inkling of the wiles that the kauravas are capable of who had a guileless mind himself accepted it and played the games they proposed unaware of the stratagems they had planned he was then tempted to stake his brothers and finally even his queen draupadi he did not realize that the game was full of false movements and conspiratorial tricks he never imagined that his cousins would land him in abject misery so under the rules of the gambling game draupadi became the property of the victors they too in order to wreak vengeance and cool their overwhelming passion of hatred designed to disorder the queen of the pandavas in full sight of the entire assembly of courtiers o san parikshit foul brains can hatch only foul plans at these words parikshit began shedding tears he asked vyasa in a voice interrupted by signs master 
how did that blind Dhritarashtra, himself an emperor, suffer this degrading behavior towards another woman and a queen to happen? Of course, he had no eyes to see, but he had certainly ears to hear. Had he plugged his ears so that her wailings could not reach his understanding? Or had the two become blind? The Shastras teach that no woman can be injured or insulted. She has to be given help and succor, and these rulers who sought to be exemplars to their subjects in morality and justice have the audacity to break the Shastras with impunity? How can such vicious persons be emperors? Are they not the meanest of the mortals? Only the worst sinners will contrive to insult and dishonor another's wife, a helpless woman. I feel that this land has been torn into bits only because such abominable persons were raised to power. At last, these disasters brought about total destruction. But God is not blind, is it not? Parikshit continued his wailings of protest. Even ogres and barbarians respect their women folk. Among them, if one woman is thus insulted, they avenge it as if the entire tribe is ill-treated. When such is the case, the elders of the clan, the emperor, the preceptors, the sages, the learned men, were all present there and watching in open assembly this atrocious act. Did the intelligence of those high-placed witnesses suddenly disintegrate? Were their eyes suddenly blinded by some dire disease? Did they feed on grass that their taste became so beastly? Did they forget in their animality the honor of the race? And the elders, their sense of discrimination deserted them and they must have looked pathetic caricatures of themselves. Vyasa interrupted this tirade against those elders who sat quietly during those awful moments. He said, Son Parikshit, do not jump to conclusions and confusion. No one of the elders in that assembly was in favor of the wicked behavior of Duryodhana, Dushasana and the others. They warned them of the consequences of their iniquity. What could they do if those foul men perpetrate sin? When Dushasana was dragging Draupadi right into the royal hall which was filled with courtiers and others, the agony of Vidura, Bhishma and Drona was beyond control. Words are inadequate instruments to describe it, O son. Tears flowed in streams down their cheeks. They could not lift their faces and cast their eyes upon the abominable gang. There was another reason too. Sparks flew from the angry eyes of Draupadi when she was so tortured. And if they had fallen on anyone in the hall, he would have been reduced to ashes. Luckily, she was looking only at your eldest grandfather, Dharmaraja. His fortitude and equanimity were imprinted on her mind. So the assembled men were saved from destruction, or else Duryodhana, Dushasana and the rest of that foul brood would not have survived at all. The face of Dharmaraja, so full of equanimity, had such transforming effect. Your grandfathers, Bhima, Arjuna, Nakula and Sahadeva were watching that face, while their hearts were being torn by Draupadi's struggles.
as they watched the tempest cooled dharmaraja's unruffled face saved everyone from cataclysm that day or else all would have been consumed in the fire of draupadi's anger making the battle of kurukshetra superfluous o san parikshit nothing can happen unless god wills it so isn't it how can anyone override the will of lord krishna draupadi wailed that no one of her masters rose to save her though she called upon them and reminded them of their prowess and valor just then the thought of krishna the savior flashed like lightning and filled her drooping heart with courage oh shyama sundara she cried out this is not an insult tell to me nor it is an infamous injury dealt to the pandavas it is an insult an injury dealt on you you are our all we depend on you for everything is it then just that you should not tolerate this cruel injury being perpetrated on our honor we have dedicated our hearts to you listen i have dedicated myself to you perhaps you are not content with what we have so far offered at your feet let your will prevail o lord thus she surrendered fully to the lord at this the guardian of the forlorn the savior of those who surrender the lord took upon himself the burden of rescuing her from distress he moved in silent and unseen and blessed her unnoticed and wonder of wonders the sari which the human augurs were attempting to remove in order to disgrace her was rendered endless everyone including the tormentors were stunned at the demonstration of krishna's grace and draupadi's devotion good men and wise realized that satya and dharma can never come to harm the tears of joy that rolled from their eyes gave proof of the exaltation they experienced the wicked dushasana fell down exhausted and humiliated draupadi did not suffer the least dishonor all the dishonor fell to the kauravas and the pandavas were unaffected can god permit the just and moral pandavas to suffer humiliation the harm that the kauravas planned to inflict on the pandavas recoiled on them only this was the direct consequence of the grace that lord krishna showered on your grandfathers and grandmother and of the devotion and faith they had on lord krishna intending to declare to the world the intense devotion of the pandavas and its efficacy and also to hold them up as the examples for the kali age that was to come the lord contrived this thrilling drama there is nothing more in this than that purpose of the lord you may be subjected to insult and dishonor you may be plunged into poverty or pain but the person who has surrendered to the will of god will welcome each of this gladly and bear it with equanimity the lord will never give up his children those devoted to god have to be patient and calm under the most poignant provocation the fact is the pious and the god fearing are those 
who are visited by travails and troubles in order to teach mankind these great truths krishna enacted this drama with the pandavas as the cast every incident in their lives is but a scene in his play